I reckon Pengilly would be handy. Morning, Adam. No, I'm backing him out. No, no I don't reckon, I don't reckon no. Pengilly's any good on the tools. No. no way. Yeah. No way. Uh, I'm hopeless. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Ever changed the light bulb? I can barely change the light bulb. Yeah. And, and Loz, I heard you talking about the basketball ring this morning. I, I, we got the kids a uh, Christmas present a couple of years ago, a trampoline. Have you tried to put a trampoline? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you, Loz? <laughs> Just buy the mini one. You don't have to yeah. put it together. I think no, Michelle did it, did, did it for me. Oh. Yeah, this was the full full caboodle, Clarky, and I just oh, no. I called the father and I said, "You need to come over." Yeah, <laughs> well played. And those springs, every single spring, you got to put in individually. Oh, oh, no. oh no, thanks. And uh, it, I would, I wouldn't even. I actually think, for safety purposes, I shouldn't be allowed to do stuff like that. Yeah. If I try and put it together, my daughter jumps on the trampoline. She'll she hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be liable. <laughs> it's not safe for anyone for me to even attempt that. And to, to Mido's point, why do they give you instructions just with pictures and no text? I, I can right. never understand that. No. Why yeah, no. Yeah. It, the instructions are Egyptian hieroglyphs. Why does not someone from Airtasker deliver the package for you and put it together? Yes, I'd pay extra. That's what I'm saying. I, you would definitely pay extra. Or Ikea, don't just give me the box of goodies. Send someone with the box of goodies to put it together. You'd pay extra money for sure. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I, yeah I, I need someone to put it together for yeah. me. I'm terrible. Uh, J-Mac's got to make a decision. Uh, what's the latest? Zaki, yeah, NMO, what's he going to do? Yeah, we talked about this yesterday, Jared, and I get the impression in the press this morning that James is desperately hoping these two horses don't meet in the George Main Stakes in a couple of weeks' time so they can delay his call as long as possible heading towards the Cox play. Now, as, a, as, as we all are, we're fans and punters. Uh, I want to see them meet in a couple of weeks, selfishly, and have, have him make a choice. But I think he's hoping that maybe Zaki will head to Melbourne and tackle a race off the Underwood Stakes, and he won't have to make that decision until they get closer to the Cox plate because... Once he locks himself into a horse, there's probably not any point going back. Is there after that? I imagine the other set of connections want to stick with a rider for the rest of the campaign. So this is going to be fascinating to see how it plays out. Because I'd love to see him meet in Sydney, Jared. Um, it'd be great to see him meet here in Sydney. But I, I get the impression that maybe even maybe even the text is like, say, okay, we'll give you time, James. We're going to head to Melbourne and tackle a, a couple of Group One races down there. You can make your call before the Cox Plate. But uh, I tell you what, a lot of water to play. A lot of water going to the bridge yet. What's standing out for you around the Run to the Roses entries on the weekend, mate? Or who's yeah, standing the two, out? The two gun three-year-olds from Gary Portelli's yard, Loz. Uh, Fireburn and Sajardin have both entered the return to the races. We know Fireburn was great. She's a champion two-year-old from last season. Slipper winner size winner. Probably should have won the Triple Crown, if not for a track that completely played against her in the Champagne Stakes. So I'm very keen to see how she shapes up in the Run to the Rose. And Sajardin's always a horse I've had a big opinion of. He just didn't quite put it together towards the back end of his two-year-old campaign. I think those wet tracks probably bogged him down a little bit. So maybe we can get a dry surface there at Roseville on the weekend. That will um, definitely play into his hands. But again, I've been harping on about it for a while, boys. It's a big test of the two-year-old form from last season. I'm, I'm a little bit... The jury's definitely out uh, where that's going to stand up in the in the spring is for the three-year-olds. And I think the, the evidence so far is it might be a little bit dicey. So this is a real test for those two-year-olds who are at the top of their game uh, last autumn. What's on the horizon, mate, for Gold Trip? Yeah, can't wait to see him, Clarky, this week in the Maccabi Davis Stakes of Flemington. He was the horse that was controversially banned from the Cox Plate last year when the vets weren't satisfied with his action. Uh, the connections, Sierra Mario Davis, the trainers, as well as Australian Bloodstock, said that was just his action. He's a little bit scratchy in his gait. Uh, they were adamant he was right to run in that race last year. And obviously, there was a little bit of bad blood there. He's come back and had one run so far in Australia in that winter challenge. I think it was at Rose Steel um, a couple of months ago. and hit the line really nicely. So... 
He's an extremely good import, I think. Uh, whether he can step up to Group 1 company straight away in second Australian start after a little bit of a break between runs, I'm not too sure. But watch out for him later in the campaign. He's a horse that can make his presence felt in some of our bigger races. Are you on Clarkie's paratrain for Friday night, heading towards the first uh, qualifying final? Well, Jared, at the start of the year, if you remember correctly, I tipped Parramatta to win the title. And I've been wavering ever since, probably like Loz. They've had a couple of games where I've thought, yep, they're the real deal. And other games where I think, what's going on with this team? But... The, to me, they've got a free they've got a free hit on the weekend, don't they? Like a lot of people are expecting Penrith to win. They're playing at home. They've been well-rested with all those guys not going to Townsville. So I don't see a lot of pressure on Parramatta at all. And what I will say, Jared, is even if I get beat on Friday night, I can still see it playing out as a, a Parramatta and Penrith grand final. I think Parramatta can qualify from that other side of the draw, uh, which would be fantastic, wouldn't it, if we get to see both those two teams meet in the grand final. I, I, listen, if you held a gun to my head right now, I'm still probably just tipping Penrith. But it wouldn't surprise me to see those two teams meet again in the grand final. What a cracker it's going to be. And the market says you're right because they're now the top two in betting, Power and Penrith, first and fourth. Uh, thanks, mate. Have a good day. See you, boys.